Thank you for tuning in to the Simple Sophisticate Podcast, the show that is part of the Simply Luxurious Life online destination, cultivating true contentment, the art of living a life of quality over quantity. Visit the blog, The Simply Luxurious Life, at our simplified URL, tsll.co, or thesimplyluxuriouslife.com to find the show notes for each podcast episode, as well as much more weekly content to elevate your everyday and deepen your contentment. From a Monday motivational post, recipes, videos of the cooking show series, style and decor inspiration, French and British inspired content, and readers' favorite regular weekly post, This and That, which is posted each Friday morning. Now to today's episode. Welcome to the Simple Sophisticate Podcast, where intelligent living is paired with signature style. I'm your host, Shannon Abels. And whether you're listening on your commute, exercising, working in the garden, or sitting down with a hot cup of tea or a cafe au lait, thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome to the 348th episode of The Simple Sophisticate, and welcome to a new year. 2023 has begun, and it's going to be as great as we have the courage to make it to be. In today's episode, I am going to share with you the paradox of manifesting a life you have envisioned. In other words, what you have to do, but also what you have to not do, to enable it to come to life. And this week's Petit Plaisir is a light-hearted film that I think will set a jovial tone, but also if you love gardening, if you are an Anglophile, I think you'll enjoy this. It is a lovely, sweet film that came out a couple years ago, and I just completely missed it and recently came across it and thought... I want to share this with the listeners of the podcast. So stay tuned as I'll share with you what that film is at the end of today's episode. But back to what today's episode is focused on. I recently read a book by Roxy Nafusi, who is a self-development coach, manifesting expert, author, and ambassador for the Mental Health Foundation. And the book that she wrote was titled Manifest Seven Steps to Living Your Best life. And when I initially saw it, I thought, oh, that that might be interesting. It, it might be too simplistic. It might, be, I had all sorts of, you know, questions. I wasn't sure um, as to what she meant by manifesting, because I think that I've come across many different books that present that word. But what does it really mean? And is it presented in a way that's constructive to a large general population? without having so many specific steps. So with her saying that she had seven steps, I was like, hmm, well, I was a little doubtful, but I said, let's give it a shot. I started to read it and I immediately saw that the core tenets of what she was saying about manifesting paralleled with what we talk about when we say 
we are going to build a simply luxurious life for ourselves, our unique selves that is not like anyone else. But at the same time, those tenants are the same. And so that's where we begin. I was so interested in this book, whizzed right through it in a couple of days that I wrote a post about self-sabotage and better understanding the temporary discomfort that often derails the life trajectory that will ultimately bring us deep fulfillment if we don't succumb to self-sabotage. And that was entirely inspired by what I learned from this book as she addresses that specific topic. So this is the second post or episode that has been inspired from this book. And I'm excited to dive into it, especially as we begin this new year. Now, if you're looking for even more inspiration on beginning the new year well, I wrote the annual new year post that went um, live on the blog this past Monday titled A New Approach to Begin a Brand New Year. And it is a new approach with regards to shifting away from resolutions, but it may not be, and I use that word intentionally, it may not be what you think it will be. So I encourage you to check it out. Readers have been enjoying it and the comments have been quite positive. So um, take a look at that. But I'd like to focus today on manifesting. So let's begin with a quote from the book. Here we go. The greatest gift that manifesting can offer us is not to help us attract things for us to possess, but to help us unleash the most empowered, authentic, self-loving, and truly magnificent vision of ourselves that there is. And again, that's from author Roxy Nafusi. How we live, how we think, what we think determines the destiny of our lives. And all three are thankfully within our control. Now that term manifest here is, as Americans, we might think immediately manifest destiny, right? Just that phrasing that we learn in, in social studies as young kids. But nothing is destined unless we fully engage. And if nothing else, nothing that we want to have be destiny is going to happen unless we fully engage. And all three that I just mentioned, thinking, living, selecting, which with regards to what thoughts we think, all of these are actions. And thus they involve being active rather than being passive. However, the paradox arises when we choose to first actively and consciously engage constructively with each of those daily practices, thinking, living, selecting. But then, here's the paradox part, we let go and let the magic unfold as it will. As I mentioned I wrote a post inspired by what I learned about self-sabotage that was very helpful and insightful to me. And that was just a glimpse of what she offers in this book. There's so much more. My entire book is annotated and marked up and underlined and (laughs) it's just full of my own notes um, as I go back through and reread the book. So I wanted to give listeners one more taste of what manifesting entails Because what it gave me when I read this book was a sense of peace to let go once I have the clarity and am willing to act consciously with regards to what I genuinely want to cultivate in my life. Now, to begin with, Nafusi's book is neatly organized around the seven steps as she shares in the subtitle, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. 
and each play a necessary role in cultivating healthy habits and thought defaults that set you on the right track to create the magic that at this moment may seem impossible. To reiterate, manifesting is not a passive approach to life. Quote, you cannot just be clear in your vision and then wait for it to appear, end quote. So what does that mean exactly? Well, step two in the book centers around eradicating fear and doubt from your life. And she goes into great helpful detail to explain how by allowing fear and doubt into your life, we errantly begin to believe that these two things are our friends. They're there to help us. Fear is there to help us. Doubt is there to help us. Now, we've talked about the difference between doubt and fear. Doubt is doubting something because it has something similar to what we've experienced in the past or have known about in the past. And fear is because it's an unknown. We cannot know what's going to happen because we've never done or experienced this thing before. Either one of those, though, is pretending to be your friend and they're not. By befriending these two entities, we are creating the reason why we are not manifesting a life we wish to live. As it pertains to being active, Nafusi teaches that we must align our behavior with what we imagine to be our future life and selves as this behavior, this choice of acting this way, of being this way. Really, you're not acting because you're physically being this way. You're thinking this way. You're engaging in life this way. It reveals that we value ourselves and we have a healthy awareness of our self-worth. If we allow fear and doubt to limit our vision of our life, then as she describes, quote, the universe won't believe you believe what you say you deserve. So you're expressing what you genuinely think you could achieve, might achieve, want to achieve. But if you hold back and you allow fear and doubt to get in the way, you're saying, no, I won't. No, I can't do it. No. And so the universe says, okay, you're right. You won't. I would love to help you out, but you've got to step forward. And that's where the active part takes place. And it really is this is, the, this is the part of the letting go. You step forward without any promises. But because you've done your homework, because you know yourself, because you have clarity, that's the difference between, between stepping blindly forward and stepping with an informed self forward. And this is where the hard work comes in. So you want to pass the bar exam, for example. This is, a, you know, this is what you want to manifest. That's what you want to manifest. You cannot just think your way to passing the exam. I mean, you have to study, you have to prepare, you have to study even more, and you have to probably reprioritize your life for a, a, a temporary duration in order to ensure you are prepared to pass. Another example, so you want to learn a new language. You are going to have to invest in quality instruction. This will come in the form of money, but also time and It's going to have to be continual for a regular amount of time, not that short of amount of time. As you surround yourself with the language for a decently long duration of time, but your clarity of what your vision is gives you the roadmap and helps you stay focused. In fact, because you're clear, it makes it easier to say no to things that previously may have distracted you. 
either taken away funds, taken away time, taken away creative energy, whatever it might be. Nafusi points out that once you know that path and what it might take to manifest what you envision, fear and doubt will still crop up. How? By way of excuses. For example, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough resources such as money, support, etc. Or I don't have enough energy. Each of these excuses are just that. Excuses born out of fear or doubt. The excuse is a subterfuge for saying, I am not worth what I seek and I don't believe I am actually ready for what I hope for. But here's the good news. If you have done the homework of you, examine the feelings behind what you seek and know in your core that what you are trying to manifest is sincerely aligned with your true self and fulfillment, toss aside the excuses. Yep, even if you cannot see how the money situation will work out to make it a reality, toss it aside. No more excuses. Why? The universe has a magical way of making it work out. Maybe not exactly as you envisioned or when you envisioned it would all come together. But if you are willing to risk and toil and invest your time and whole heart, your sincerity is in many ways a silent language that the universe understands. Stay the course. Keep investing non-monetarily and monetarily and then let go as you travel forward on your journey. That is the paradoxical part of this beautiful concept of manifesting. Let go once you've taken part. So you're active, but then you're not controlling. So you still remain active. You are still wholly engaged. But what you will find is because you are truly aligned and sincere, the weeks and months, maybe even years on the calendar may flip by. But you are building capital as they say, building further proof that you believe you are worth what you are investing in. And at some point, it seems to just all immediately come together, often more beautifully than you could have imagined. But the good news is that you enjoy the journey to this point as well, because that journey was and is your life, just as much as arriving at the moment of manifestation. Here's another quote from the book. True contentment and joy come not from material possession, but from the relationships around us, from our sense of purpose, from our ability to live in a way that reflects our most authentic self. So when you are deciding what you want to manifest, choose the things that will bring you the most fulfillment possible and know that the only person who can decide what that is, is you. End quote. The letting go also comes in the form of, quote, letting go of who we think we should be, who other people expect us to be, and who we once were, end quote. During this time of limbo, when you have let go and are swinging forward to a less known, but no less specifically desired outcome, there will be tests. These tests are something we have talked about frequently on the blog. These tests crossing your path, believe it or not, 
come as a good sign because it means you are beginning to grow and change. And the universe just wants to check to see if you indeed believe in yourself. Each test also brings a gift. And that gift is a lesson you need to learn in order to step closer to the outcome you seek. Take the test, pass the test, move forward. You've got this. And the only way to fail the test is to not look for the lesson it wishes to teach you. Simply face the test, engage, explore, try your best. And as Nafusi points out, quote, whenever you make the energetic shift to overcome your test, you will be rewarded with abundance, end quote. Now, if that all seems a bit woohoo-y, <laughs> let me just put it in more con- concise terms. It comes down to your mindset. Are you set in a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset? In a detailed post that I wrote this past November, I shared how to shift your mindset from scarcity to abundance. Because in order to live the life you have envisioned, your mind must rest in abundance. And part of making that shift is stepping past the fear and the doubt that wants to keep you right where you are. And the only way to move forward is to engage with each test the universe sends your way and to not cower. You may shake a bit, but remain standing and explore what is being presented. You don't have to act right away, but just take your time. Ask questions, feel your way around what is really going on and what you are really feeling in that moment and why you're feeling it. The balancing of taking action and then letting go may initially seem tricky and almost impossible. But really, what life is asking of you is to be present. There is no need to rush so long as you have put forward your intention with the clarity that you now have. Sometimes you're going to have to wait months and maybe even years for the materialization of what you're seeking. But almost like in a flash, all of a sudden it arrives. Almost so quickly it doesn't seem real and so therefore you question it. But rest your mind in the place of reassurance that this is indeed real because you put your intention and your energy out there a long time ago. And finally, the opportunity arose because you let go and moved with the timing of the universe. Seize it and savor it. Again, this episode was entirely inspired by my reading of Roxy Nofusi's book, Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. I highly recommend you checking out all seven steps as this is, again, just a taste, uh, a glimpse as to the inspiration I gained from reading this book. And um, I think you will too. And you might focus or drill down on one particular step more so than the others. Maybe you already have the vision part down. That's the first step. Visualize what you want. Maybe you already have that. You know what you want. It's like, how do I get there? Or or, or maybe you know how to do the self-care and self-love. That's part of one of the steps as well. And so you don't need to learn how to do that. You know how to take care of yourself, self-care and nurture yourself. But what about the other parts? What? How do I get rid of fear and doubt? Again, this is a, a, a book that will help you figure out how to bring it all together. And it's not going to happen on your time schedule, but it can absolutely happen. Um, I found myself nodding and taking notes, but oh yeah, this happened this way. And oh yeah, that's what this, that's how that worked out. And that's why this worked out. And it, it might just also 
allow you time to reflect and to realize how things have already manifested pretty awesomely in your life to give you a confidence boost to keep seeking what it is that's dancing in your mind right now. All right. So I will um, share the link to the book on the show notes, the simply luxurious life.com slash podcast 348, um, as well as the entire transcript of what we talked about today. And uh, I have a couple sponsors I want to introduce you to before we get to our petite plaisir, which I think especially Anglophiles and gardeners and anyone who's looking for an uplift of a film um, about shifting into a life that you want, but maybe you're a little timid to, to believe that it's possible. I think you'll like this film. I'll be right back. Inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back, whether it's on our energy, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's driving less or dining out less. We can all agree that there's very little fun about cutting back on things we enjoy. And that's why there's the app Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, you don't have to cut back because you can get cash back on every purchase. And it's a super simple app to use. And that extra money can enable you to still enjoy your simple treats throughout the week. That latte, that croissant, those things that maybe you had to cut out of your budget. That cash back can now enable you to welcome them back into your life. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use promo code SOPHISTICATE and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. As a simple, sophisticated listener, you can download the free Upside app and use promo code SOPHISTICATE to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code SOPHISTICATE. The Simple Sophisticate is also sponsored by Vegamore. When you look at your hair, are you 100% happy? If you have tried every product under the sun, hoping each would help you improve your hair health and achieve your hair goals, but still it just hasn't happened, I'd like to introduce you to Vegamore. Vegamore not only gives the results I've been seeking, but gives me the hair I've always wanted. Vegamore has helped my hair become thicker, healthier, and longer. Their holistic approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer-looking hair. With help from Vegamore, get healthy, beautiful-looking hair without the use of harmful chemicals. All their products are cruelty-free and never contain parabens or hormones. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. Just massage your shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and then follow up with the conditioner. It's as simple as that. Having used the Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit, that is when I started to see 
the results that I've always wanted. With Vegamore, there is no risk when trying because they have a 90-day money-back guarantee. But with 91% of customers saying they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months, you won't want to run out. As a simple, sophisticated listener, get the hair you have always wanted with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash sophisticate and use promo code sophisticate to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash sophisticate, code sophisticate to save 20% at vegamore.com slash sophisticate. Welcome back. So this week's Petit Plaisir is a film that came out in 2016-2017. And it's set in a smaller town in England. And it stars actually a Downton Abbey actor, Jessica Brown Finley, who was Sybil in Downton Abbey. So one of the three sisters. She stars as Bella Brown. And Bella Brown is described as as having an obsessive compulsive disorder. And it's very whimsically told. Um, Tom Wilkinson also stars in this film as an elder gentleman who is her neighbor. And I won't give anything else away because I need you to watch the film and I would ruin it. Um, But he is her neighbor. And he is also an extraordinary gardener. He is someone who has traveled the world and he watches her in her as a neighbor flailing with regards to how she's not taking care of her, her allotment, basically her yard. It's not her allotment, but it is, she's supposed to take care of it. She rents the place and she's not, but he, he tells the story as the narrator and you watch this woman who has grown up um, to become uh, an assistant librarian who wants to write children's books. So loves books, loves to read, Um, loves being around books. Um, And she's just a delight to watch. And she finds comfort, though, in everything being in order. And when she is about to lose her home because she's not taking care of the garden, she's going to take care of the garden. And she does. And she does attempt to take care of the garden. Um, But it's it's a lovely journey of her discovering how to step out of boundaries, self-imposed, but also the ones that provided comfort for her and to start to trust people, um, but at the same time to realize her own gifts. And it's it's not a, a movie that has won any awards. It received six out of ten um, thumbs up. Yes, it's it's a little bit more simple than in, than other f- films in this particular genre, but I find found that there was a lot of beauty in it. Literally, as you go through um, Tom Wilkinson's character's garden and all the dahlias, and oh my gosh, it was just beautiful. But also in the little lessons, reminders, and I will share with you. So I started watching it, and being a gardener. Um, they start talking about this gardening book and I immediately looked it up online. Well, I'm not giving anything away by saying that it's a fictitious book, but it plays an integral role in the storytelling as to why they had to make it fictional. Um, it's nonetheless more powerful as a as the wisdom it shares, um, but it plays a powerful ro- role in the storyline of one of the characters. 
Um, so if you look it up like I did, and many, many, many other people have too, it does not exist, unfortunately. It's a beautiful title for a book. Maybe someone should do it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, if you're looking for a lighthearted film with, um, oh, and another character who's in this is Andrew Scott. He plays Vernon, who is a wonderful chef who is the house or home chef for Tom Wilkinson's character. And then he starts to become um, Bella Brown's uh, chef, even though she can't really pay him. And that too, he's a wonderful, lovely character. He played Moriarty actually in the um, Cumberbatch uh, version of Sherlock Holmes. So you'll recognize his face from that in many other British shows and series. But he's a really heartwarming character in this. And uh, I, I just, I found it to be a light movie to watch as we step into the winter, because we can't be out in our gardens, but also the reminder of the beauty of Mother Nature and uh, how it can awaken things within us, um, but also connect us with others as well. So again, the film is this beautiful, fantastic, starring Jessica Brown Finley and Tom Wilkinson, Andrew Scott, Anna Chancellor, Eileen Davies, and Jeremy Irvine. Bella Brown. There was nothing normal about the girl. She grew into the oddest of oddballs. Just her and her books. Oh, hello. Sorry. I wasn't expecting you, Mr. O'Brien. I'm here on urgent business, Miss Brown. I've received a complaint. What? From who? I can't forgive this. You have squandered everything nature has given you. Plants and I don't really get along, so it's not really neglect. It's more of a fear and loathing. You have one month from today. I'm kidding myself. I'm no writer, and I'm certainly no gardener. What is it you do when you're not murdering plants? I was just trying to tidy up a bit. I think that's what Hitler said about Europe. What's your name, by the way? Ella. Never calls me Billy. The writing, if I were you. If you had an ounce of humanity, you would help me. How do we make a garden? How do we keep interest from April to October? You can speed read, but you can't speed garden. The other day in the library, you left a piece of paper. I like your mechanical bird thing. Would you like to see it? My bird thing. This is Lena. She's powered by light, even moonlight. Hence Lena. It's a totally blank canvas. Chance to create your own masterpiece. So do I. I've had a passion for life, and I see the seeds of that in you. So the film is called This Beautiful Fantastic. You can find it on Amazon Prime. I believe you can watch it for free if you're an Amazon Prime member. And um, I'll provide a link to the film as well as the trailer on the show notes and the Petit Plaisir post specifically talking about this film. I hope you've enjoyed this week's Petit Plaisir, where each week ideas are shared to make the everyday all the more enjoyable. Tune in at the end of each episode where I'll recommend a book, a film, a show, a recipe, anything that is a simple pleasure to satiate your sophisticated taste. Now quickly on a gardening note, next week I will be sharing a detailed gardening post 
um, as we step into this new year. And I'm going to be writing, as part of one of my goals this year, is to share more gardening posts on the blog, something I didn't do very well with last year, although the ones I shared were very detailed and long. I'm going to try to do them more frequently. With that said, I've created an Instagram account specifically for anyone who wants to explore gardening Instagram posts from the Simply Luxurious Life. And the handle is Le Papillon Garden. So it's L-E-P-A-P-I-L-L-O-N Garden. Now, there's only a few posts up right now because obviously the garden is hibernating. Um, But I'll start showing more pics from my garden as I always do on my regular Instagram account um, as the spring arrives. And if you're looking for past gardening Instagram posts, you can follow the tag TSLL Garden. I have many, many, many pics on there from my gardens from the past years. Um, but with that said, there are gardening posts on the blog you can check out. And I'm excited for the new gardening year. There is something so hopeful about the start of each new season. All right, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of 2023, and I'll be back with a brand new episode on Wednesday, January 18th. Until then, I'll see you on the blog. Bonjour. Thank you for tuning in to the Simple Sophisticate Podcast, where intelligent living is paired with signature style. For more ideas and inspiration throughout the week, visit the blog, The Simply Luxurious Life, with the shortened URL, tsll.co, or thesimplyluxuriouslife.com. For more in-depth exploration of how to cultivate your own unique, simply luxurious life, pick up my new book, which became both a bestseller and number one new release in France Travel, The Road to Le Papillon, Daily Meditations on True Contentment available in all four formats for your preferred reading or listening. My first book, titled Choosing the Simply Luxurious Life, and my second book, Living the Simply Luxurious Life, are also available in each of the four formats. Readers can now join the more intimate the Simply Luxurious Life international community by becoming members of the blog, which offers the benefits of ad-free reading site-wide, unlimited access and exclusive access to content on the blog such as the monthly A Couple Moments with Shannon video chat, tours of my home Le Papillon, the monthly What Made Me Smile post, and monthly Ponderings post, as well as the exclusive opportunity to enter all of the giveaways during the annual French and British weeks. To stay caught up on all things Simply Luxurious, the podcast, blog post, the cooking show, and receive exclusive news, as well as an extra dose of inspiration to jumpstart each new month, subscribe to the Simply Luxurious Live's free monthly newsletter, arriving on the last day of each month in your inbox. There is also a weekly newsletter, which is also free, and arrives each Friday to keep you caught up on the recent weekly posts on the blog. Enjoy with a hot cuppa or cup of morning coffee, and stay in the know about all things Simply Luxurious. Look for two new episodes of this podcast on the first and third Wednesday of each month. And until next time, I'm your host, Shannon Ables. Thank you for tuning in. Bonjour.